There are some people out there who want to invest the minimum but get the maximum return. Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James, the only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor and multi-award winning international speaker Jesson James as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. So lots of businesses available for sale right now because of everything that's going on. Commodities such as, you know, gold, silver, things like that. These are things like, you know, people want to invest in, you know, like, which, which are fine, you know, like, you know, I know a lot of people right now are investing into gold. Um, I know some people are investing into silver as well, but gold seems to be the flavor of the month at the moment uh, from some of my friends who invest in it. Um, and silver as well is there. Now there are lots of, again, there are lots of places you can buy this stuff. There are lots of brokers. There are lots of people on, online you can buy the gold bullion from. Um, or you can physically buy gold and store it yourself, okay? Um, but most people tend to try and buy shares and stock and hold on to gold in a, in a digital platform or whatever it might be. I'm old-fashioned. I like to see where my money is. I like to feel it, hold it tangible, okay? But these are the places that you can spend your money because these, again... These are investments. These are things that will go up and down in value, but ultimately they'll still be worth something. Okay. Here's one that not a lot of people think about intellectual property, intellectual property. Okay. Those of you who know me will know that I own a lot of intellectual property. I have courses and knowledge that I have, that I sell online through digital platforms that don't require me to deliver. So basically, these things bring me a residual income each month without me having to do any work. So this could be stuff as membership sites. This could be mini courses. This could be uh, you know online programs, stuff like that. So if any of you have got knowledge in your head right now, you should turn that into a course or something like that and turn it into what we call intellectual property. Yeah, it's very, very easy to do once you know how. And look, let's be honest, people are buying information as we speak online. They are buying information as we speak. Hey, it's Justin James here, founder of Unstoppable You, and right now my guess is you're curious. Maybe you're in a situation right now where you want more out of life and you just don't know how to get there. You're in a job or in a situation that's making you feel trapped and you want to break free from that situation. Well, look, come and join us at Unstoppable You. This is a three-day live immersive experience on how to leave whatever's in the past in the past and break through to the future that you deserve. There's a link. My advice is click on it. Get yourself booked in before the tickets run now i promise you it'll be the best three days that you spend so you can unlock the rest of your future and live the life that you truly deserve and i look forward to seeing you there next cars if you buy for example a classic car you uh, and you maintain it or whatever it might be it might appreciate in value okay especially now where everything's moving towards electric if you buy yourself an old school Ferrari proper petrol head car and stick it in your garage for a while, at some point that will start to appreciate, okay? However, I want you to think a little bit different around this. I want you to get creative. There are ways for you to purchase vehicles and create them as a business and rent them out. Now it becomes an asset. Same with, I have friends who actually have bought boats, have bought cars. 
through their businesses and then set them up as rentals and they're able to rent them out. So now suddenly it becomes an investment, okay? And if you get clever with how you finance that vehicle in the first place, then you'll probably have very, very little money deployed into that deal where you'll have it pretty much bankrolling itself each month, okay? So it's all about getting creative. Anything can become an investment if you look at it from a creative way, yeah? Supply and demand, okay? What do people need? How do I monetize on that? Okay. However, one of the most efficient, safest, time and tested ways of investing money is property, real estate, whatever you want to call it. Okay. For any of my American friends that are here, uh, real estate. All right. But here's the thing property, in my opinion, is one of the most safe, secure, and reliable investment asset classes that you can ever get into. And the thing is, there are two ways to get into property investment. There's only two ways to get into property investment, write them down. Number one, controlling other people's assets. So you don't actually own them, but you control other people's assets. When I first got started in property back in 2009, I built up a very, very successful rent to rent portfolio for my care business for two reasons. Number one, I didn't really have the cash at the time to invest in buying in um, properties. And plus, I didn't want to tie up the capital in there. I wanted to use it for my care business instead. Or number two, the second reason why I did that is because I actually wasn't allowed to as a care provider. I wasn't actually allowed to be the landlord of the properties that I was operating from. So rent to rent was really, really effective for me. So controlling other people's assets. The second way to get into property is to control the assets yourself, okay? And those are the two ways to get into property. But by far, it's one of the most safest vehicles to invest your money. Why? Because you're investing in the tangible asset. And yes, property can go up. Yes, property can go down. Yes, it can. But here's the thing. Remember this, you're always investing into bricks and mortar, you're investing into something tangible. Property is consistently on an upwards trend. It may dip every now and then. Hell, we might even see a dip, a dip happen soon. Who knows? However, property will continue to rise. It might dip, but it will continue to rise. And this is where a lot of savers, penny pinchers, um, people who don't understand money, they get lost. They get lost. Yeah. They really get lost. They think that it's gonna, they're going to lose money, so I'm not going to buy it now. I better wait. I better wait. And they keep on waiting. And whilst they're waiting, someone runs past them and does it for them. Yeah? And does it before them, should I say. So it's very, very important that you understand that property is probably one of the most reliable places for you to put your money right now, especially with things that are happening right here in the UK. So some things to consider before you invest. Some things to consider. Number one, do your due diligence. What do I mean by this? I mean, check out the people that you are investing with, whether that's a company, whether that's an individual, even down to an opportunity. I'm going to be honest with you. I see a lot of people out there and you'll notice I haven't mentioned cryptocurrency in my investments. Okay. It's not because I um, don't think it works. I just, it's just not my personal preference. Okay. Call me old fashioned but um, I, I prefer to see where my money is. I prefer to have a tangible asset that I can touch. Now, this is my opinion on it. If you disagree with me, that's absolutely fine. I'm just letting you know that I do not personally um, endorse digital currency. Um, I don't know enough about it. 
I feel that there are a lot of companies popping up right now, creating all different freaking types of coins. There are coins being named left, right, and center. And people are flooding money into these unknown, un intangible assets. And I just want to say, for me, if you're going to do that stuff, like I said, not judging you, do your due diligence. I've seen people lose a hell of a lot of money overnight investing into these new companies that keep popping up every left, right, and center. And they haven't been around a long time, but they're good at their marketing and they're good at telling people how to get involved. So be very, very, very careful with it. Okay. But do your due diligence. Make sure you check out the people that you're working with. Get testimonials, get references, find out if they're credible or not. For example, whenever I work with an investor, I'm very precious about my personal brand and reputation. So you won't catch me putting my neck on the block for any amount of money. It's taken me years to build my brand. And here's why it's important that you should build your brand. Because if you lose it all tomorrow, like I pretty much did back in 2015, as long as you've got your name, you've got your integrity, you've got your honor, and you built up a brand, you can build it all up again. Yeah. For example, if Richard Branson lost everything tomorrow, he could probably build it up again. Now, whether you like him or not is irrelevant. Why is that? It's because of his brand himself. All right. So me personally, I, I love and cherish my personal brand too much to rip anybody off. So when you're going to do your due diligence on people, check them out as well. Are they someone who's in the public profile? Are they someone who's got a strong personal brand? Are they someone who's got too much to lose? You got to be mindful of this. Okay. So not everyone um, cares about their reputation. And if someone doesn't care about their reputation, it usually means they've got something to hide. Make sense? Fantastic. Next, contracts. Contracts. Get contracts in place when you're investing. Okay. Get contracts in place when you're investing. So for example, when my investors invest with me, we issue contracts. These are legally drawn up contracts that our solicitors have drawn up. We also have spe specific documents that we ask them to sign just to confirm their eligibility for investment and all that kind of stuff. Listen, all I'm saying to you is this, when you're investing your money, I want you to remember this. Please write this down. Super important. And it's not just for investing. It's for anything in life. Please write this down. Agreements avoid disagreements. Please write that down. Agreements avoid disagreements. It's very, very important that you understand this. Okay. If you have agreements in place, they will avoid disagreements later on. So whenever you invest money with anybody, make sure you've got a contract and make sure that it checks out. Okay. Make sure it's checked out. Okay. Next security. Okay. Have security where possible. Now, as you understand, all investments carry risk. Okay. You must all understand that. Otherwise, you know, what, what's the point? Okay. Even when you go and get a mortgage, um, uh, you know, a, a mortgage advisor will tell you, you know, all investments carry risk. That means if you don't pay your mortgage payments, your home is at risk, plain and simple. Okay. It's very simple to understand. So there's no secure guaranteed nothing. However, get security where possible. So for example, some of the investors that we work with, sometimes if we're going into property developments or going to property deals, 
what we do is we might get these people to put, we, we will secure their money against the land. So we might give them a second charge against the land. We might give them a second charge against the actual property. In some instances, if it's only their cash being used to acquire that asset, we might give them a first charge on there, right? Just like the mortgage brokers do, the mortgage um, companies do, right? All the mortgage providers, that's what they do. They lend you money on the house, but they have a first charge on it. That's how it works, okay? If you sell it or get rid of it, you've got to pay them off. That's the way it works, okay? So where possible, get some security on your investment, providing it's, it, it's doable. Next, understand risk to reward ratios. This is where I want some of you guys to wake up if you're, if, if, if you're uh, sadly living in La La Land. There are some people out there who want to invest the minimum but get the maximum return. I see people going out there trying to become millionaires, spending a hundred pounds on the latest investment craze. And I actually feel like telling these people that they really need to get real. You got to get real. Okay. If you're only spending a hundred pounds or investing a hundred pounds, what makes you think you're going to become a millionaire overnight? Makes no sense. All right. That, that's the unrealistic risk to reward ratio, right? So what does this mean? It means you get what you put in. You've got to understand that. If you're not willing to risk enough, then don't expect to have everything, okay? You might get something, but you're not going to have the big thing, okay? One of the things that I've noticed about successful entrepreneurial type people is this. They understand risk to reward ratio. So very important that people get realistic with this, all right? You've got to understand your money blueprint. You've got to understand your own attitude to risk when you're investing money, all right? Now, so once you understand money psychology, once you understand the different asset classes and where to invest your money, you need to move on to step three. Step three is when you raise money. This is to do with raising money now. Those of you who don't have any money right now to invest, I want you to pay a lot of attention. Those of you who already have money to invest, I would love you to pay even more attention, okay? This is where I'm going to reveal to you how to get creative with raising money. Now, first place where people look when it comes to money, standard question, savings. Have you got any savings in the bank? This is what people need to look at. So once again, if you're a saver and you like holding onto your money right now, it's not going to be doing anything for you in the bank, okay? You do need to put some money, contingency funds to one side clearly, to cover any expenses you might have should you run out of cash flow tomorrow or have an emergency that you need to pay for. However, if you've got chunks of cash sitting in the bank, then, then it's probably not working for you right now. So this is a good place for you to find money initially. Do you have any savings? Okay. Next, family. Some of your family members might have money. Now, this is all about getting creative. Okay. And I'm going to share with you what I mean by this in a minute. All right. But if your family members have money that they are happy to invest on your behalf, then that's another way for you to get money. A lot of people don't think about that, okay? Asking family. Family will help you out where necessary, if possible, okay? Especially if you've been a good family member, all right? But if you're that member of the family who's the black sheep, always getting up to no good, untrustworthy, all that kind of stuff, maybe you've burnt that bridge, okay? But family is a good place to start as well when it comes to raising money. And it's about, like I said, it's about getting creative. I've seen people before um, have an early inheritance. They've had an early inheritance from their parents or whatever it might be, and they've gone off and invested that. You know, it happens. It does happen. Okay.
You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.